0: me I still lived under my parents roots. my dad said the same root line to me you want a tattoo and I was surprised because honestly when I say I spoke with my friends about this for weeks like I want you to ask my parents I don't know how to ask because I feel like the, the question alone will get me slapped <laughs> <laughs> but I asked my dad and my dad was way stricter than my mom. and my dad took it so surprisingly well he was like I don't think it's right biblically that is wrong mm. and my dad and I got into a debate about if biblically <laughs> it's debate, wrong trust me yeah. My dad actually entertained me, you know. Really? We had a real back and forth. I got my Bible out. And we went back and forth. I said, it says branding. I am not brand." And I said, and also, I want a religious tattoo. So even if I am branding myself, to brand myself with Jesus, <laughs> I belong to Jesus. I mean... Hello. Welcome back. Friends and lovers. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome back, guys. I'm Fola. And I'm Rakia, And welcome back to episode 17 of Wait, Wait am, am I, I Toxic? toxic? <laughs> Oi. 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 <laughs> Shaking your ass. The weather's quite nice today. The weather is lovely. I left the house and I thought, oh my gosh, like, I want to stay outside all day. Mm. It's really lovely.
1: I'm going to... So I, I just said the British... A British thing. I'm gonna
0: say another British thing. What? It's really oh, British, British. So of us talk, to talk about the weather, I know. Straight away. What were you gonna say? What's your next British thing? No, that was the British thing. Oh, I you know they talk, you about,
1: they, talk about, they talk about the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah And they're yeah. like, oh, how British of us. Yeah.
0: Talk about weather. <laughs> I just, uh, it's true. <laughs> so British of us to continue I complaining know. about how being British we are. Oh to be a Brit. Oh to be a Brit. Do you feel British? I feel like I have a red passport that allows me to go where I want to go. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> That's okay. as far as my Brit No, Jacob. I feel like a black Brit A black brick. Black, black Brit Nigerian first. How are you this week? I am.
1: I never know how I feel. I feel like I'm up and down all week.
0: Really? Week. I guess that's life. Life. <laughs> that's life. It? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for you. So one
1: day I'm okay. Then I'm like, yeah, like life is really good. And yeah. Then life is shit again. Um. I used to do counselling like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I used to have it on a what day do you say? Like a Thursday and to piss me off because I was always sad on the weekend and I'm like, yeah. I need my therapist yeah. on a Monday. It's so true. And then... You're sad on the weekend? Yeah, I, like, I just, I don't know, I go through I don't know, stuff for yeah. yeah. The week and then with me, I'm, by Thursday, I've figured it out.
0: Okay. And I've got, I've got nothing to tell you now. I, I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. I had, when did, I had therapy, I don't remember what day it was on but I would always wish that I had it on Monday. Monday. Because Monday was the day that I'd wake up feeling blue and like, <laughs> Why am I working? Why am I here? All of those feels, and I think I wish I had my therapist to unpack this <laughs> with. And literally, by the time I saw her, it's like things are fine. Yeah, actually, good. yeah, feeling <laughs> good. It. Yeah, feeling good about life. Thanks.
1: Sometimes it actually felt like I got to a point where I was just gossiping. Like, I'm just filling her in on my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. She'd be like, Yeah, and you're forcing it. Yeah, I'm forcing it. it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I forced. You many know, your
1: like, um, Yeah, one time my mom said this to me. And- <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> fish, fish. Uh,
0: trying to find things to unpack. <laughs> sometimes
1: I find therapy. I, I don't know. I'm a bit indifferent. Not indifferent. I get, I don't know how I feel about therapy. I'm
0: yeah. an advocate for it. But sometimes I feel like, am I just triggering myself? I feel exactly the same. Like there was a time that I had therapy that um, I feel like I was going out of my way to unpack like you just said i would find things from my childhood to be like that was bad and then be like therapist look and i feel fine i actually feel fine but i'm presenting it to them because i'm like we should unpack this surely yeah and And it's not fucking batting it back to me yeah (laughs) you answer you You tell me i want you to psychoanalyze me (laughs) literally what makes you feel you tell tell me. me and the thing is i can't explain how many times my therapist would be like how does that make you feel? And I feel like <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but I think sometimes, I'll find something to say that sometimes it makes me feel like, you know, what if I would find something to say?
1: Do you know, parents, you know, when they have like a little trust fund, well, I don't have a trust fund, oh my God. But um, they should include a budget for therapy, you know? Absolutely. Y'all fuck I think me everyone
0: should have one. Like I always say, um, in America, it's mad how it's just common practice. Like, you know when you watch like 90210 it's like just left, just yeah. came back from the therapist and it's yeah. like everyone's got a therapist <laughs> it's normalised because life is mad and like everyone no matter how rich you are no matter what um, how patterned your life is or healthy the home that you came from mm. life is still life family is still family yeah. which is always crazy you're gonna have things that you need yeah. to unpack with they a do, third they do
1: they um prioritize therapy and dental care.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here with our crooked yeah. and yellow teeth and our mental health in the drain <laughs> in the gutter. In the gutter. <laughs> Literally.
1: <laughs> it's so true. Some of us feel like am I just like some moody bad
0: vibes get? Like, Trust me. I did a quiz quiz yesterday. Um Personality quiz, uh, uh did big, you? yeah, I forgot what it's called. Big Five, something. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: I you know exactly. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, and one of the questions, like, do you think you're a uh, moody and depressed <laughs> person? And I thought, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I rated myself neutral. Really? I think I'm positive, <laughs> but. With the way I move, sometimes am I? (laughs) Oh gosh! I just hate the world. Oh, stop this! You love starting people's Mondays on a mad vibe. Last week you said, "Oh Babylon!" As soon as we started, (laughs) and now you're saying, "I hate the world." What is going on? Can you be positive? (laughs) My goodness! Happy Monday, friends! Happy
1: Monday! Woo!
0: Especially if you're going on holiday today. (laughs) What is going on, rookie? (laughs) What's going on? Do you know what I'm saying? So
1: I'm just chanting rubbish. Yeah, you are.
0: You're just waffling. Yeah, but you're, yeah. you're feeling bad vibes things. Okay, so you're not asking me how I'm doing it again. I no, I did ask you last week. Last week you did, yeah. I heard it back then. Um started.
1: how are
0: you? Q <laughs> violins. No, this week, yeah. I I say this every week. I'm actually embarrassed. No, we're depressed. We're depressed. <laughs> They're functional, maybe different. we are, you know, yeah. because every week this week ate me up. This every week, every week. The thing is, I'm actually crying as I say this. This week ate me up, though. <laughs> this week was bad,
1: and it's always like, yeah, one day I think we'll, we'll talk about yeah,
0: on the exactly. One day we'll unpack the issues that we face this week. No one wants to be honest, man. No, we're actually killing. Us. Oh my god, I'm dead. Okay, so yeah, this week this week was bad yeah but but it was also good <laughs> what well, <it> was good <laughs> I feel like okay so I went through a really mad situation but I feel vindicated now and I feel like um I'm on the path to like healing mm. which feels good <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and so next week, <laughs> hopefully, we'll unpack the issues that it is. <laughs> I'm actually crying. It's, it's getting embarrassing. I think we need to do an episode. Do you know what, I was going to say we need to do an episode after we come back from holiday, but I just remembered when we did, we were saying back in Babylon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holiday was amazing, but we're back now. <laughs> God,
1: is there any. Do you reckon anybody like relatively wealthy listens to this pod? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. never know. Shoot your shot. Guys. Shoot your shot.
0: <laughs> I really need a holiday. You want someone to... Hey. She's on a mad one these days.
1: It's good to go... She says you
0: think that people it's should just pay for everything for you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Rikia, it's what did you ask me for the other day? What did I ask for? I don't remember. I was going home and you said, I'll jump in your cab because I don't have oh, money. It's crazy late. Right. You right. Actually I said think my half. People, <laughs> <laughs> do you actually think people are just supposed to pay for you for, for everything. <laughs> Asking our listeners to buy you a holiday. I was
1: saying this yesterday. I'm even like really good at asking for things or really bad. Yeah. So sometimes I will not ask anybody for anything. I'm like, nope, do
0: it myself. Do you know what it is? For me, I've noticed I can be like that as well. But mm. it's when I need it. When I don't need it, I feel really comfortable asking. Yes, I'm like buy me a drink. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I don't need you yeah. to, but it would be nice if you would. Yeah. but if I need that drink and I don't have the money for it myself, that's when it's like, oh, yep, I will never. Because yep. you're vulnerable. For help. You it's vulnerable, vulnerable exactly. Yeah. I'm that's good.
1: Like, I'm good at being. I'm good at being cheeky.
0: Yeah, you are. Yeah, so, yeah, you're yeah. A cheeky what, one. What
1: that? A few years ago, it might even be BBM days. I sent people a message. I was like, can you, can you all send me a fiver? <laughs>
0: I remember this actually. Yeah, yeah. And I, well, I mean, at
1: least like fifty pounds.
0: Nice. People send me money,
1: and it's like that's like. Do you know what? I, I would never somebody. ask for anything. I wouldn't do if if you said for to me, "Send me five pounds," I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. Like if I have it, yeah, I'll I'll give
0: it. But it anyway, reminds me of um. I'll be fundraising soon. That reminds me of in first lockdown, one of the things that I was doing for self love was giving people money do you remember Aww. that I would send people 5 or 10 pounds to buy themselves a treat for the day I don't
1: remember receiving
0: anything I definitely did you're just an ungrateful <laughs> gift but say nothing that's, for, that's fine <laughs> your ungratefulness is noted okay. no I send, I would pick randomly people to just send a bit of money to and I would say make sure you buy a gift and I'd make Aww. them send me like a picture or proof that they bought themselves something <laughs> to treat themselves that was my form of self love because I realised really that um, giving is one of the things that gives me value mm. in the world
1: you're not seeing a smile on someone's face exactly they appreciate exactly
0: it. i like giving to people Ooh, and it makes me feel valuable so it was selfish but it was also selfless <laughs> yeah. so if there's you
1: anybody out there like
0: follow who wants to give me a holiday that's actually true that there would... are some people that get kicks out of it please me yeah. too yeah me first yeah, yeah yeah we can go together that's true and but we can smile we'll can... take
1: pictures and i would actually really
0: really appreciate it what if they can only afford for one of us to go well i think it should be me then no i'm gonna say it's gonna be me um, I've been carrying the pod past years, so. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke last week, but I spoke. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Anyways, enough of our waffling. <laughs> Let me get into the toxic thought this week. Of the week. Okay, so our lovely submitter has said. I'm sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but my toxic thought is I feel like I live life for everyone but me, and now I just want to be really selfish. I've recently made the decision to leave uni due to poor mental health and feeling unsupported, extremely lonely, and just being over-education. There was a lot that happened during my time there, however, I continued because of how my mum would feel, and also because her friends, aunties, are (laughs) extremely judgmental they often make me feel less than so i continue to do things that i don't enjoy or are too much for me until the point of being burnt out just so my mom can finally be proud of me and i want to be done with that and enjoy life and find out what i really want to do i just don't know how to tell my mom and if i'm completely ready for the repercussions of that
1: oh so she hasn't actually what told her babe. mom.
0: she hasn't told her yet
1: yeah oh i wonder if she goes to she lives on campus or she lives in london she,
0: she, yeah, it's true, actually. Mm. It, yeah, imagine she's at home and, like, having to hide that she's not... Yeah. Hopefully she's not on campus. First of all, thank you so much yeah. for submitting <laughs> this. Um, it's a very vulnerable one. Um, and hella relatable mm. to, to both me and Rikia. Like, I can't... When I read this, I was like, boy, oh boy, have I been here? Like, <laughs> doing things for other people. Like, I think as children... Um, I especially Well I can only speak for myself Coming from like An African household There was expectations Put on me From the day I was (laughs) born I'm not joking Probably from the day Of conception Because (laughs) I remember growing up Actually Like my parents Were quite liberal as well My Mm. parents weren't like The proper proper Strict ones um, With career choices But Growing up Each and every one of us Had a job That we were supposed to have So What was your one? I was supposed to be a doctor Okay So me and my sister Were both supposed to be doctors one of my brothers was supposed to be a lawyer. I don't remember what everyone else had but they were all those traditional okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm not joking white jobs it things. was yeah exactly it was drilled into us as in like but you're going to be a doctor so it's fine and it's like okay no problem. So <laughs> when I got to school I liked science but I was I preferred maths and I was like hmm what is this an do? issue? But luckily so when I say my parents were liberal they weren't mad at me they were just like you're doing well at school we don't care if you're not a doctor but generally growing up in that kind of household expectations are put on you from day One And the likelihood of what you actually want to do in life Matching up to these random expectations That people plucked out of thin air And placed on you Slim to none And I'm sure a lot of people are out there Doing things that they didn't want to do Because they had expectations put on them So I just want this submitter to know This is by no means a weird situation to be in Or a weird way to feel I think it's rite of passage at this point Like everyone goes through this kind of thing In life, sorry And not even just once, multiple times. Yeah. And you have to make the decision that is best for you. Because you are the one living your life, in your body. You're the one navigating the world. You're the one with your mental health. It's not anybody else. You have to choose yourself.
1: Yeah. And how supportive is your mum going to be of your mental health when it's it's not great? Exactly. What I also find quite fascinating, actually, with like um, a lot of parents who kind of say, oh, you have to do this. You have to be a doctor. You have to be a lawyer. And most i don't want to make a, a sweeping judgment but she probably actually wants to do something creative yeah and all yeah. the creativity that you get is actually from your parents and where you, yeah and, where and you then grow. they try and bash it out of yeah you. It's <laughs> yeah, mad, yeah. Isn't it? it's like i'm creative because of you yeah yeah but then i can't pursue anything with it yeah and i guess maybe it's just a culture of, like exactly. creativity is just a gift it's just an extra it's not it's not a career path yeah and in this country and just just in general like you can't actually make a living off of Creativity, oh, but it's a of risk that I think everybody's afraid of. We've even spoken about it on the podcast yeah, before with yeah. like music and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. like if you hear music, you think, What? It feels like it's not a job,
0: but you know what it is as well, though. A big part of it, I think, is the fact that people wait to the point that it's like that breaking point to switch into yeah. creativity. Because imagine, um, I don't know, there are children, for example, that grow up Learning an instrument Mm -hmm. and having music as a part of their everyday, so that it is a natural career choice for them. And when they try and put their foot in that industry, the industry is like, well, hell yeah, come on in because it only made sense for you. But most of us, we've not been given the opportunity to nurture it and we get to a point that it's like this massive leap of faith that we have to take and that's why it's risky not because creativity is a risk Mm. not because the industry it doesn't exist it's huge do you know what i mean it's not even one industry but all of the industries within creativity they're massive and they they're only risky because we've convinced ourselves that they're risky
1: yeah it's kind of and i think the the creativity world is very volatile as well because it feels like you constantly have to prove yourself yeah, yeah as a yeah. musician you have to be the best yeah. if you're not the best then don't do it yeah yeah and w- what does that mean for people who i don't know don't have huge egos or aren't the most confident exactly yeah. um and it sometimes it, creativity for me i, ugh, I don't want to make this comparison because it's wild but this is all i can think about <laughs> sometimes it feels like you're coming out yeah like i'm yeah. coming out i'm creative like if i came to you for and i was like follow I've been writing lyrics on the low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to be a writer. Yeah, you might you. think, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean, God forbid telling your mum that. Yeah, it's um, true. It's true. Even m- me, like my mum, she's very liberal, liberal. But like every time I've come to her with like a new idea, I'm doing something much like. Oh, you're not doing that thing anymore, yeah. and it's, it's so much shame.
0: Yeah, because yeah. as
1: when in your twenties, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, and you're gonna be
0: trying loads. Nobody of things. Nobody ever yeah. knows what
1: they're doing in life. Everybody's just taking risks yeah. continuously, and you you have to take those risks. I was you read it's a basic a b- bit of advice, but you never know actually what you want to do.
0: Absolutely. I, yeah. Do you know
1: how many things I've tried? Yeah, Remember, same. I've, I've tried plumbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying TV. Yeah, um, same. I've done support work before. Like yeah. I I continuously change, and then I can tick things off like enjoyed that, kinda enjoyed that and it all makes sense in the end, kind of. Yeah. And then you just continue to live. Hundred
0: percent. I think and the you make a really good point about it being like a cultural and generational thing as well because I think from our parents' perspective it's like I want you to stick to the first thing you chose mm. because I want you to just make money quickly. Yeah. They've they risked so much for us to be here, and now they're like, please yeah. <laughs> utilize all of this th- this this foundation that I gave you and just r- skyrocket. Yeah. All this dipping in and out of stuff to them it just sounds like taking longer to yeah, get it's to this. So exactly, it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like for us. I I think I mentioned this a, a few episodes ago that I will never forget when I went to that networking event and this is when I was trying to be corporate Corporate Sally, um, and this guy that was uh, like really high up, he was C suite in the company. I think C something. I don't yeah. remember what. And I asked him what was his journey. And this guy, you could tell he didn't give a heck about that dinner. He didn't give yeah. a heck about us. He had, he <laughs> wants to go <laughs> home to his family. I was like, fine, we have got, we've got to go do a networking dinner with some uni students. And I said, how did you get here? Like, what was your journey? Thinking he was going to be like, got my degree, went to this, did that. Um, Got promoted and kept getting promoted. He was like, Well, I did a stint in PR, I did a little stint in HR. Mm-hmm. So doing like that. Went travelling for a bit. His story was so scattered. Then was like, then I kinda landed in. I was like, This is actually a bit of me. And, yeah. And I stayed. And I thought, oh, So you don't have to take a linear path. You have to try new things. Mm-hmm. Um and what that taught me anyway was um it changed my mentality towards like changing, career changing and all of that kind of stuff. Cause I have I'm a career changer as well. Mm. I worked in finance. I, I did econ at uni because I thought it just made sense. I, I literally plucked that yeah. degree out of thin air. Mm. It was like, yes, it works. Then I worked in finance for four years. Then I traveled. Then I did PR uh, for like a year and a half. Mm. Um, And now I'm an engineer. <laughs> and that guy was the seed that was planted in my head um, of how to ch- change in my mentality towards career change and, and, Seeing every different thing that I did in my life as an opportunity to grasp a new skill skill, yeah, and now I genuinely think I'm such an all rounded person. I am able to communicate and also i'm I'm like an entrepreneur trying to be an entrepreneur, have mm-hmm. been an entrepreneur, that type of stuff, and I can't explain how valuable it has been to be able to do my own numbers <laughs> to be able to do my own marketing to be able, like I've learned think there is something will yeah, trade, yes, yeah. and I think everyone should have the mentality of towards. Uh, allowing themselves the opportunity to try new things because there is no such thing as just wasted time that you didn't pick anything up from it you will learn something that's mm. valuable for you in some way and even if you don't learn anything valuable it's valuable that you learned that you don't like yeah. it yeah. <laughs> so it's, a w- it's always a win yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I just and also ooh, oh wow literally just lost my point what was I gonna say it always happens <laughs> what was I gonna say it's like
0: it's poison at this point
1: my mind's gone completely blank give me two seconds what was I thinking
0: oh, I've lost it oh, I'm, I'm so really sorry sad. it'll come back it'll come back it'll come back Ooh. it'll come back but you with this toxic thought though mm. I really want to encourage her because I can just remembered. oh so go, <laughs> <laughs> go on go on go on do
1: you know sometimes in life I feel like there's there's different sections of your life that you should that should be fulfilling to you. And sometimes I think it's really important to go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Are you eating? Are you exercising? Do you have your sleep? Mm-hmm. And I think in those moments you have the most clarity. Mm-hmm. I think when you just run, 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 you're literally just going in a million directions. Mm-hmm. And as I've said to you before, the most Every kind of risk that I've taken Every kind of creative thought that I've had I've been in the shower mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I haven't been
1: at work doing the job that I don't enjoy mm-hmm. It's always in moments of silence yeah. And sometimes it's important just to take that break
0: Yeah,
1: I think about f- uh, Three years ago I was at work and I was like You know what, this is not for me And I quit mm-hmm. I didn't have any money <laughs> I just quit And I quit for four months Mad. And I had no money mm. <laughs> Like, I've, Maybe I had like a thousand pounds or something like that i still had to pay rent
0: each month mad
1: i really enjoyed myself yeah i I relaxed i planned my meals yeah i went for walks i exercised and it's probably the most happiest i've ever Mm, been (laughs) mm. having no money but having a sense of structure yeah so i think there's a lot of pressure sometimes Mm. in terms of your obviously your career takes most of uh, uh, up a lot of your time But sometimes draw back. Yeah. yeah. And just even just relax. Just think about what you actually care about. I remember if you weren't in this country, maybe you actually wouldn't prioritize your work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm someone, I always say this. Sometimes I actually feel really guilty for saying it. I don't care about work. Yeah. I don't care about my, I've never been someone who, maybe for a mixture of reasons, I don't come and walk around and be like, This is me. This is my job. I think a lot of people find comfort in that. Yeah, I find comfort in other situations. Tell me about your history. Tell Mm. me about what you're feeling today. I don't really care. I don't care about what you've done at work. Yeah, I find those conversations very boring. Yeah, Um, but in this country, and I think just generally, there's a lot of pressure to kind of present yourself through what the work that you do. Yeah, a lot of your values, and it makes me yeah, it makes me think about like if we were literally stripped of our job titles for for a year and we was all in one room what would be people be talking yeah and who who, are you who are you yeah yeah who are you what would you have to bring to the table because we're all on the the same level yeah um so yeah don't please please don't feel any pressure yeah to stay into uni i i really regret going to uni
0: yeah you said this
1: i did it wasn't necessary for me um i was going through a very difficult period at the time um with going to uni um, and I actually really, 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 really Wanted to travel mm. But I didn't have the resources I didn't have I didn't actually want to speak to anybody about it as well Because mm. for me The What's called the break here, The gap year gap The year, gap year yeah, stuff yeah. That was for middle class rich people Yeah it was Yeah. So yeah. me My little working class self wh- mm. where, where am I getting money from? Mm. I had no confidence to, f- um, to fundraise either yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember talking to a teacher about it she's like Oh you, you could do yeah. And she was like Do you think you'd have the money for it? <laughs> and I was like
0: you're no. right I'm kissing myself like you don't you're right though <laughs> yeah. fair point
1: and I thought hmm okay yeah let me just go to uni then mm. um and that degree done nothing for me yeah absolutely nothing um and the work that I kind of went into after was all about my experience
0: I think a lot of people are, are have, have that experience mm. that they went to uni and they're like what the heck is this and also a lot of people i'm not i'm not one of those people that's gonna say i think uni is useless Mm. i think it's useful for people that it's useful for yeah (laughs) and it's not for everybody some people like you might need it yeah i definitely needed my degree and i don't regret it but i do uh, now i I, that being said i can see other ways i could have gone about things that i didn't i wouldn't have needed the degree Mm. regardless Mm. um i think my degree what it served me for is like in certain rooms that are more traditional and old school in their thinking there's like a bit of trust in me for some reason but as for actually needing it for my job or in anything any other practical way absolutely not Mm. Um, but just to go back to your point about uh, sometimes taking the time out Mm. I really agree with that and we always say this to each other like equip yourself to deal with your problems sometimes it's like this you've got this issue that feels like a monster you don't know how to deal with it and the fact that you can't solve it makes you even more stressed yeah and it you sometimes it's important to take a step away from the actual issue itself and equip yourself get yourself to a position that you can solve the problem so when i get anxious for example if i've got something that i need to tackle but i'm feeling incredibly anxious about it um and because of my my anxiety i'm being less organized i'm not eating as clean Mm. i'm not working out those things are impacting my end goal of fixing that issue. So I need to take a step back. Forget the issue. <laughs> forget everything else. Let's get to a point that I'm eating my breakfast at before 10 a.m. Yep. And I'm going for a run and I'm getting fresh air. And my home is spick and span so that my m- mind is mentally clear. And once we're there, suddenly this big monster might have shrunken a little bit and feel more more manageable. So I want to just advise this submitter to do that as well because, like I said, this is something that a lot of people go through. Um, and I I get that the there's a lot of anxiety attached to um, the fact that she's done this. She's made this decision before consulting her yeah. mom. So I can imagine the the next uh, hill that she's trying to climb is telling her mum. Telling mom. her mum, yeah. Equip yourself to do that. Yes, your mum might kick off. She might be very annoyed, but... You need to get yourself to a point that you are able to even tell her and maybe even reassure her. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Because if you're going to her and you're having like a breakdown, like oh, I've I've quit uni. I'm so sorry. I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing. That's gonna make her nervous. Yeah. But If you're if you've equipped yourself to be able to tell her in a way that you belie- you know, you you actually believe in the decision that you've made, it gives her the opportunity to have a bit of faith in you at the same time. Yeah, I agree. I think that's important.
1: Yeah, and kind of even think about she might even be a victim to this whole culture of like. You must be a doctor. You must be. a yeah. Maybe there's an aspect of her that she feels like she's failed her yeah. parents. And yeah. So I don't know what your mom does, but yeah. and then she's projecting that onto you. Yeah. And then Very thank common. God, you know, you've identified this problem. You won't project that onto your own children if you yeah. decide to have children. But um, yeah, like she's a victim to this too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually not it's actually not even personal to you. Yeah, <laughs> so true. It's what she's been been taught and it's been drummed into her, exactly. her whole life as well. Um, another thing I also. I kind of feel like a little angry white boy from Bristol when I say this <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I think people have children and parents need to realise that they don't own you
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. boy oh boy don't want to sound like
1: an angry little white boy it's but true they do not own you yeah they've brought you to this world to explore and live yeah one day you know your your parents will go and who who are you yeah you, know, you have to you have to continue to live your life yeah um and you'll have children one day as well. Like life is for living, not for pleasing. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I complete, my story's a little bit different. Maybe it's just a difference in like culture and class, but my mum really wanted me to be a singer. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute, I remember this. She wanted, mum, I've I've never really had like, my mum's never been hot on education. Mm. I could literally, when I was like 12, I could be like, mum, I want to be a lash tech. And she'd be like, fantastic, sure. (laughs) Like do whatever you want to do. But my mum was fixated. On me becoming a singer,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so funny. And I didn't know how to tell her that I didn't want to be a singer. I'm dead. Like I just, I enjoyed singing, um. But she really put, she took me to X Factor auditions. Oh. Um, I've got like a grade one in like singing. I went from the Royal Music Academy, something of the sort. <laughs> <laughs> Fell her way. I'm dead. Um, yeah, she's obsessed with me singing, even down to. My nan dying last year and was at the grave and she was like,
0: "Rakia, um, could you just sing
1: nan's favourite song, Amazing Grace?" And I was like, "I've never, I've never sung that to nan." They like, said, "Please, please," and I was like, "Can you just please?" And then the word got around and I had to. I was at my nan's grave. And I was like. Amazing. <laughs> and she was like, ah, she's not singing it properly. <laughs> Your mum is so. She's fixated funny. on me being a singer. Um, and there was even one point here, yeah, this is actually really fucked. <laughs> we was going to my Uncle Jeffrey's and she was like, oh, I, w- I want you to sing karaoke back today, yeah? <laughs> the karaoke mic today, yeah?
0: The karaoke mic. Even sucking the fun yeah. out of it.
1: <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and she beat me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she beat me with the she, wire because I didn't she, want to sing. <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah, right, then I put I put out my leg for self defense, and so she beat me more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she beat you for no one to sing. I didn't want Do to, to sing at Uncle Jeffrey's karaoke night thing. Even karaoke is supposed to be fun. <laughs> how could she be? <laughs>
1: No, that woman beat me wild. Oh my like, I'm not god, joking. my belly. She beats me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just felt so much pressure to pursue yeah. the singing career that oh I just didn't want to. I'm not about it. Like I was,
0: yeah.
1: I was like very socially awkward as a child as well. I didn't have yeah. much confidence. Like yeah. it just wasn't my thing. It's just not what I wanted to do. And she'd yeah. done the same thing to my brother as well in terms of football. Mm-hmm she really wanted to to be a footballer but it's like there's so much pressure and these these careers are very difficult to get into as well very yeah it's so hard
0: it's so interesting how parents go about things the opposite way where it's like this is what I want for you therefore this is what's going to happen rather than what do you want and then let me try and help you like how on earth can you tell someone to be a singer yeah <laughs> how can you tell it happens all the time though it happens yeah and they the get time. really
1: like they invested in it to the point where they start to make you feel guilty about yeah, it as well. Like, my mum yeah. still talks about the single mm. lesson she paid for when i was younger and like thank like i really appreciate it like you you, you but, sacrifice a whole lot I, I didn't ask for yeah. those things like and i'm not you're not my career coach yeah either. leave me I I had.
0: i had similar i've spoken about this a couple of times when i was i think my biggest version of this is when i was quitting my job and leaving the country mm, I remember that I was like I, I was very convicted in my decision but I felt so much shame like no one says anything but you know the, when the silence is loud mm. they, everyone was kind of just looking at me like really? <laughs> and but there was also encouragement of like you know, this. everyone does this at some point in their life. Like, people, get out there, see the world, I hear it. Mm. But they were also like, really? What are you doing? My mum, oh my gosh. <laughs> me and my mum, we started really butting heads around that time because my mum convinced herself that Colombia was the most dangerous place in the world. And like, <laughs> as soon as I land, I'm going to be kidnapped. So my mum would send me YouTube videos of, look, somebody got kidnapped in in, in <laughs> Colombia today. Oh, follow, they're specifically looking for Brits to kidnap <laughs> on arrival. And she would cry she was like i haven't slept in a week my mom my mom actually kind of like started emotionally manipulating me she was like i haven't slept in a week but okay (laughs) i guess you're going and i guess i'll never sleep again and i'm like (laughs) jesus she made me feel terrible um and i had everyone else's expectations on me so i also at that time i think i had like i was planning to take like 12k with me Mm. and my family said to me that's a house deposit Yes. Why are you not buying a house? Yeah, And I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a house. I, there was actually, at that time, yeah, there was nothing worse that you could have told me to spend that 12K on. Mm. A house to stay yeah. here. No. A, not only a house to stay in this country, a house to be bound to this country <laughs> for the rest of my life. I was like, no way. And even looking at houses, like, I did have a look and I was like, you know when... A new purchases give you excitement. Like when I best bought my first car, I was gassed. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah, wake yeah. up in the middle of the night and start scrolling on Auto Trader, like, what car can I get? I felt sick looking mm-hmm. at houses. I was like, I this gives me nothing. Yeah. And I had all this, this pressure on me. And also, I had my own pressure of, um, that I was putting on myself. Of course, yeah. I didn't, didn't know what, what I was doing. Yeah. I was baffled. I had a very stable and good job that meant fantastic prospects for me in the future. I was also... Uh, doing an accounting qualification so mm. I'm, I'm a part of qualified accountant we, I, I lived <laughs> with you at the time yeah and yeah was really struggling was, to revise i was struggling to revise cuz i hated it yeah. so i'm actually a flipping part qualified accountant yeah. for what reason today <laughs> god knows um so i was dropping out of that qualification i was quitting my job i was selling my car i was moving out of my house mm. everything was and i was i was doing all of that to put my stuff in a suitcase all of my stuff in the suitcase some of it in storage yeah. <laughs> and go to another country. How
1: old is you again 25
0: 25 no regrets no when yeah. I say I regret coming back yeah <laughs> <laughs> no regrets whatsoever so that anyway I can when I read this it's one of the main things that came to mind of like this it was a huge decision to make mm-hmm. but what I reminded myself of in that situation was and this is what made suddenly made me just a lot less anxious what is the worst case scenario? And I thought, okay, cool. The worst case scenario is that I go and I hate it. Yeah. And I book a flight back. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm back. You're back. And yes. I get another job because that's how life works. You lose one job, you get another. Mm-hmm. And I'm back where I started. And I thought, doesn't sound too bad to me. It's not bad. The worst case scenario. It's not bad. Even in your this um, submitted situation, I doubt you will. But your worst case scenario is that you realise, actually, I flopped. Maybe I should have stayed in uni. Go back. Yeah, you can go back. You can go yeah. back. And it, it, there's, there's it's no, not going. It's, anywhere. Go, it's not going. None of this stuff anywhere. is final. There's like, so
1: many things I've. Because even with me, like um, housing's been a huge issue, and I think I finally got to a point where I'm okay now. Yay. We'll talk about it, maybe next week or week after. Yeah. Um, housing's been a very, very, very stressful thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I, I feel like I'm got to a point where I'm settled. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, it's never
1: actually that deep. It's never that Even deep. Even uni, like I had so much, so much pressure. I was so stressed. Like yeah. I didn't get through on um, my choices. I was mm-hmm. like, "What am I going to do?" Went to uni, done the degree, and I'm like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything I've ever really wanted that I kind of you know the staples in life like get a driving license, get good GCSEs, yeah, buy yeah. a car, have a house. Da, da, da. Any, any other things that I've ever achieved, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And it's the little things that I feel like. Do you know when people talk about um. Oh, I'm doing a half marathon. I'm like, oh, I've done three.
0: Yeah. I have so
1: much pride and joy, joy mm. in that. But a, a driving test, I'm like, mm.
0: who cares? Who it's cares? just a tick box. It's thing. a tick And that's how thing. I felt yeah. about the house, even. I yeah, felt, it's a I tick box. I felt like it would have been a tick box for yeah. me at that time. And I get that, like, at that age with uni, it really is told to you that that is the beginning and end mm. of your life. Yeah. Uni is where it all begins. And after that, you don't have uni under your belt. <laughs> yeah. What the hell do you have? That's how it was told to us. I remember. um even being in third year and me with uni pff, i was a joke man i can count how many lectures i went to over the th- course of three years Same. i, was I never year. went i was not depressed i was just <laughs> enjoying <laughs> i was enjoying my life <laughs> i would sleep through the day Then when my friends got home from uni i'd be like guys motive time <laughs> we would drink we would go out we would eat and we'd stay up until 6 a.m. And they would go to lectures and I would go to bed. <laughs> I was a deadbeat in uni. And so in the final year, I was catching up on three years worth of work. And I thought, what the hell have I done? I panicked. And so I started thinking, do you know what? There's actually a chance that I'm going to fail my degree because of these mistakes that I've made. And I genuinely, that's when the pressure started kicking in because I thought, my life is over now. If I fail, my life is truly yeah. over like what am I going to do my qualification the disappointment exactly well. it's just uni is it's it's such a big thing they sell sell to us it's so weird like obviously being on the other side of it now and seeing what you need for, <laughs> uni for what it really is it's like really it's like, yeah very very yeah it's very real I actually know people who did fail their degree and they're fine they're fine, <laughs> they're, absolutely fine. <laughs>
1: they're absolutely fine but it's a I guess it's just a lot of shame that you internalize of course yeah well. um no, yeah. it's really really difficult I remember I, w- I got a 2-2 mm. and even even now I'm saying that, I'm like Ooh, I'm yeah but at the time I was like my life is over Because yeah, so I think yeah. I got the results when I was living in Hackney but mm. I wasn't living in Hackney sorry I was going back to Bromley Yeah. and that fucking black hole tunnel that traffic
0: I oh. thought get me out of this car oh, no. I need to cry my oh, eyes out that's so
1: it was sad. really difficult my whole journey my whole journey with uni was awful like mm. I um, I was seeing a guy who was very adamant that I wasn't going so mm. I actually uh, effectively like fled DV mm. To go to uni mm. um, And I didn't actually want As I said before I didn't want to yeah, go yeah. at all Um, And my So I was meant to um, study this particular degree It was social work And I had no confidence to go to my interviews So I missed those wow. So everything was just such a long process To even just finally get there Yeah. Same first year I was depressed mm. As in I used to sleep Me I love sunlight Yeah. I used yeah. to sleep throughout the whole day And be up during the whole night, yeah, um, and I hated it. Second year, was Second, second and third year was fine, but my engagement with that course meant nothing. To, I'm mm. not very. I think primary school and secondary school I was quite studious, but I'm not. I don't enjoy studying, especially if, if I don't. If I don't care about something, I'm not engaging it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care for this at all. Yeah, so yeah, I got my tutu, and I literally feel like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Mm. Like
0: that's how they make you feel. Yeah, I
1: it. was like, my life
0: is. Over yeah, like there's yeah. not
1: even any point of even going. I thought should I re should I go back? And I thought oh, I'm gonna go back yeah. to that again. I didn't enjoy it at all. Um and then yeah got into work and they were like I was like oh god to too and I'm like yeah that's fine yeah like, nobody <laughs> kept... it was like what experience do you have? And for me I've I've done so much voluntary work because I cared mm. that they were like this is fantastic like yeah. you have more experience than everybody else with their degrees exactly. Do you know what I mean? like you can. You can read a book on how to sweep a floor, but unless you've practically done it, you're not going to know how to do yeah.
0: it. And sometimes I think that's what's most important. This is why it's important to stay true to yourself because you mm. were doing the things that were passionate to you. And then the tick box part of it, you didn't care about. I didn't. But the, bit, the passion that, that made you do the volunteering or whatever else is what matters. Yeah, it most drives me through. The
1: Even the whole like me getting my job in television was from the experience that I have working with people. Yeah. Not yeah, in TV. Exactly. And I don't doubt for a second that I won't be able to prosper in this career
0: now. Absolutely. Because
1: of the experience that I have working with people yeah yeah um, but yeah it's never as you say it's, your journey's never linear never um, gonna
0: be linear and I hate is. that it's sold to us that it's supposed to yeah. be linear <laughs> it's so ridiculous that we have ever believed that life was supposed to go straight <laughs> in one direction this thing called mm. life yeah. where you can wake up one day and there was a tornado <laughs> and you can wake up another day and Will Smith has slapped me <laughs> listen life crazy shit happens every day
1: every day every
0: day and so I don't know how it's possible for us to navigate the crazy shit without making some curves and turns along the way yeah so I be think sh- to be kind to yourself she needs
1: to go to her mom with a bit the thing is I c- it's easier said than done because yeah. I don't know the dynamic like, yeah, yeah, of true. the situation but I think yeah as you said before if you come with confidence confidence yeah and you could even re- reassure her and be like you know this I'm prioritising this yeah you need to come with your chest sometimes
0: absolutely and I, I know so many people including myself how can I be using other people me yeah <laughs> I have always been someone to go against the grain mm. when it comes to what's expected of me and I do it with my chest and it reached a point that my parents had respect for me because yeah. of it. They were like, I respect the way this girl moves. <laughs> I remember when I wanted, it's a stupid example, but I remember when I was 17 and I wanted my first tattoo. And my, my parents are strict as hell when it comes to that sort of thing. Mm. With my Contextually, I'm the youngest of seven. With my oldest siblings, my parents didn't let them out. They didn't let them play out. Yeah. Obviously, by the time it got to me, I was allowed out. <laughs> <that. laughs> so um, my brothers, when they wanted piercings, they said, my dad said, when you leave my house, your body is yours. So when you move out, and when they turned 18, they both said, I bet, and they moved out, and they got their, their piercings. But me, I still lived under my parents' roof. So my dad said the same line to me, you want a tattoo? And I was surprised because... Honestly, when I say I spoke with my friends about this for weeks, like, I want you to ask my parents. I don't know how to ask because (laughs) I feel like the the question alone will get me slapped. (laughs) (laughs) But I asked my dad, and my dad was way stricter than my mom. and my dad took it so surprisingly well. He was like, I don't think it's right. Biblically, that is wrong. Mm -hmm. And my dad and I got into a debate about if biblically (laughs) it's wrong. Trust me. My dad actually entertained me, you know. We had a real back and forth. I got my Bible out. And we went back and forth. I said, it says branding. <laughs> I am not brand, And I said, and also I want a religious tattoo. So Indeed. even if I am branding myself to brand myself with Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I belong to Jesus. I mean, my dad, when I say my he dad was that. laughing, he was like, "I." And my answer is no. But he was angry. He was like, mm-hmm. my answer is no. But I, I like what you're saying to yeah. me. <laughs> and he said to me, go and pose this exact argument to your mum and see what your mum says. With your mum Right. I didn't, the same for oh. my mum. My mum was also taken aback like, shit! <laughs> she's You're smart! A <laughs> <laughs> respect! And at this point, I'd gained their respect because I had so much confidence in it. And also, I was, I was saying to them, Look, all the things you thought about tattoos, right? Mm. You said, you thought, this is the same thing I did with my nose piercing. You think, get <laughs> it more I probably I remember always sitting my parents down in the kitchen to be like, let's talk. And I would be <laughs> presenting all of my cases to them that, like, listen, I said, you guys thought that it means you're a bad and wayward child, right? When you've got a tattoo or a piercing. Look at me, straight A student. <laughs> I'm always home on time. I was literally like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm actually a model child, guys, and I still want a piss in the necessity. So surely it doesn't mean that it's bad, right? Yeah. And they were like, I hear you. Like I actually convinced them and from there it was almost like things that I wanted to do. They had so much more respect for me when I did it. So I feel like if I were you as this submitter in this situation, you take have get to a point that you have confidence in your decision too like i knew mm. that a tattoo wasn't gonna make me go and start rubbing uh, off licenses or yeah. whatever <laughs> it is that they said that people with tattoos do if you are confident that leaving uni is not a bad thing for you and you you know that you need to explore what is good for you right now sell it to your parents in the same way sell it to your mom like and and i guarantee or well, i pray to god that your mom's love for you Will allow her to trust you Mm. on this one because ultimately that is what it is. As much as they put all this pressure on us and stress us out, it's a lack of trust, and it is love as well—love that's being manifested in the wrong way because they don't realize the way in which that we need their love at that point. But they want the best for you, and so they get scared. Yeah. But if you can convince them that there's nothing to be scared about,
1: you're all good, man. Yeah, I
0: hope that that. But I
1: understand the pressure. I even feel the pressure because I'm the, the eldest child so I feel like whatever I do my siblings are watching me so yeah. I need to set the tone okay. of how to do things yeah. and there are things when I you know I'm continuously moving houses or I'm continuously changing jobs it's like am I inspiring in, the, in mm. any way like, yeah. even my mum I feel like sometimes she gets anxious she's like what is she doing yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's really hard it's yeah. really hard and the thoughts of me having a child and they're continuously changing mm-hmm. chopping up careers and stuff I'm like oh, is this yeah. the right thing to do yeah. but you know yeah you have to come with conviction it reminds me recently actually I am um, I crashed my um my friend's car. <laughs> 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 and basically my, my little sister's dad is a mechanic but I needed to ask my mum for the number.
0: Right. But I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So
1: I I went into the living room and um you know my my mouth was like wavering. I was like <laughs> um, Trembling. Yeah, it was bedroom. And I was like, um. So I went to the kitchen, and I thought, right, and I just need to come with energy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's come with energy. And I came back to the living room and I was like, by the way, this all's happened. I've crashed the car. Give me the number. I so I don't want to hear any any talk about any man. I don't need no letters from you. She's like, alright, just take the number then. Like, yes. Confidence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't move. In. Listen. I took it too bad. I was like, don't want to hear any nonsense. Don't want to.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> the fact to that you were scared to see your mum I've had it so you're a big woman. I'm a big scared woman. to tell your mum you There's, someone's there's car.
1: certain things I'm still fearful to tell me. Yeah. Though. My mum's
0: really relaxed. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, I was gonna go as
1: far as I can tell her that like, I've murdered someone, but that actually no. took that like, too far. I, you took I it actually, like, way, way too, far. too far. But I could be like, oh, I don't know, I've yeah, yeah, done something, but yeah, she will understand. But
0: that's so funny.
1: Yeah, do you know something? It's just the lecturing sometimes. It gets long. It yeah. gets so long. Yeah. It's like I don't want to hear all of this. Yeah, like I understand even in terms of the auntie stuff as well. Like my mom. There's one particular auntie that if I tell my mom something, I know my auntie knows, mm. and I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. need the the full fifth opinion. Yeah, from other people. Sorry,
0: these aunties. aunties. Yeah. Watch your own children. Watch your. I will never forget growing up. My parents always used to say, "What will they say? <laughs> like when when they hear that my child has done this, what will they say?" <laughs> and it reached a point that we were like. Who are they?
1: No, they f- Who they're are fictional they characters. They're
0: fictional characters in their mind. <laughs> yeah. The village elders. Yeah. Who are they? <laughs> and also, how the heck do they affect your life? And also, what are their kids doing? Yeah, what <laughs> Their kids are probably doing coke. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. You should actually stop it. And I just want to comment on... Um, this whole um, being selfish, like the wording that she used was that she wants to be selfish. I was say that, yeah. It's but not like, toxic. It isn't toxic yeah. at all. And also, it's not selfish. Mm. Choosing what is best for you, how on earth is that selfish? You're not in a position that it's like, if I do this, um, I'm going to have to sell the home that my parents live in in order to chase my dreams and now they're going to be homeless. So it's selfish. It is no one else. That, you're not affecting anyone yeah. else in choosing yourself in this moment. That is not selfish. It is your right. Yeah. It is your right to live for you. And it is a beautiful thing that you're being considerate of your family. And you're not being selfish in that. You're being selfless, sorry, Mm -hmm. in that sense. But you're not being selfish in trying to make sure that your mental health is sound. And trying to make sure that you pursue the career that means that you're actually going to be happy in your future. Mm
1: -hmm. No! Do you know how much courage and balls this girl has to leave? I love it.
0: Like I'm actually a G. I could leave I, yeah. if
1: I would have left uni, I really would have. Yeah. But the, the uncertainty of like where do I go and what do I do, which she's yeah. probably feeling anyway, just literally swamped me yeah. and I thought, okay, let me just ride the waves and get a fucking two two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I just didn't engage in that course whatsoever. Yeah. I didn't want to be there wasn't very sociable either. Yeah. I just didn't like it. And I should have prioritized my mental health because I come out of a really, really abusive relationship, Mm. very difficult period with my mom, and I probably needed the rest. Yeah, yeah. I probably needed to get away, but because uni was the only option for me, I thought, okay.
0: What else can I do? Go here. You just, I think sometimes in in her situation, like when I, in my relatable version, when I quit my job, I literally remember where I was when I made the decision. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I was in my car and I had just finished doing someone's hair. And I was sitting there and I thought, I don't want to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah. And I thought, and suddenly it's like, I started working out all the next steps. I, I made the decision and I said, I'm, I'm gonna quit. Mm-hmm. I actually don't want to work anymore. I remember sending a message to the group chat like, I think I'm gonna quit my job. And um, I started working out all the steps like, I'm gonna put a meeting with my manager. And this, By the time I'd got to the fifth step of like, Now I'm about to attend the meeting where I'm about to quit my job. I was like, how am I here? How did this happen? And I had to really chill myself out and say, do you know what, yeah? How do you feel right now, Fola? Terrible. Could you feel much worse? Yeah. Don't don't think it's possible. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't think I could feel any worse than I do right now. Let me try something else. So Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is like, sometimes revisit... What it is that you're feeling, mm-hmm. and how bad it is that you truly feel, to remind yourself that you have made the right decision. Yeah, like you shouldn't be staying somewhere that is messing up your mental health, especially when it's not even like it's messing up your mental health. But also, it is my passion. It's not even your passion. It's you don't even want to do it. Yeah, it is a no brainer that that was the best decision that you've made. Yeah, um, and literally, it's so courageous of you. And I'm sure something we, we're, we're envious of, of your courage <laughs> because God, we come I on this pod every single you. week and say, this week ate me up yeah. <laughs> yeah. because we what, hate work or whatever And a lot else. of the
1: issues that I kind of have is me, it's anxiety and it's actually overthinking yeah, yeah. because with me, it's like, oh, I want to be in, I've actually got a lot better at this over the years, but with me, I will, I want to, I would want to be somewhere,
0: mm. but
1: there's just so many problems surrounding that, that goal. That I just I shy away from it. Yeah. And if I take the first step, f- for instance, okay, so cool. This TV stuff, I left the whole social services or whatever. Mm. One day I was like, cool, I'm changing my career. Mm-hmm. Then I just apply for something, and then I just quit. Yeah. And then then it's like I still don't know what I'm doing, but I'm in the right position that I need to be in. Yeah. And if I f- if I went into that job thinking, oh, but God, I'm going to take um, a pay cut. Oh, but what about if this doesn't happen or what? Da- 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 da? Then I'd be stuck. Yeah. You continue to be stuck. And I think people just generally just overthink everything. everything. Yeah. Everything to the point that you're not even living anymore. Yeah. You're literally just surviving. Yeah. And I just, I really don't like to live my life that way. Absolutely. I'm very, you're kind of like that. I'm very true to myself. Mm. If I'm not feeling something, I'll do something about it. Yeah. ASAP, rocky. Yeah. Of course, like, be sensible. I wouldn't just say like oh yeah quit and just fly away you know, <laughs> go to Columbo with 10 pounds yeah. yeah, yeah, in your yeah. pocket
0: but um, go for it go for things go for and things and the thing is just be proud of yourself for taking steps you're never gonna you know leave in uni you're not gonna leave and be like now I know exactly what I'm doing but yeah, you've no. made the step the necessary step in the right direction to be able to know mm-hmm. what you want to do next because mm-hmm. that was something that I was doing at that point as well actually when before I quit my job I was constantly researching different careers constantly <laughs> what is it like to work as a um, music exec That's these are the things that I was googling because mm. I really wanted to work in the music industry mm. at that time and I, then I said I tried to force it I was like cool I'm going to use finance to get into in, into the music industry <laughs> then I'll transition to a new field when I'm there and so I started applying for loads I applied for all of the um, major labels in finance so imagine I'm 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 half one, one foot in yep. one foot out because I don't want to do finance mm. but this this to me was the logical and safe step to make it doesn't make sense it googling is not gonna help (laughs) you unfortunately (laughs) like it didn't help me sometimes you have to physically walk into a space and allow yourself to explore physically and in order to be able to do that you have to drop something yeah
1: and connect with things as well i think it's important to connect with goals if even if you're this week you want to work out yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Because as you said, as we said before, like moments in stillness brings clarity. Absolutely. And that's that's always been the case with me. I yeah. think it's really, really important. Yeah. So, yeah, I think my friend runs a purpose run course. I will plug it. Her okay. so name is Paris, what's, what's Paris' um, Instagram name again? Paris, um, La love. La-la. LA love, I think. LA love. Um, she ran this like fantastic lecture on like kind of um, okay. purpose driven goals. Yeah, if you can find it, probably. Yeah.
0: I, don't know, my mind's I think it's Paris L A love. Yeah, yeah. So
1: she done this um, purpose run course and it's kind of like again, like breaking up sectors of your life. So do you want to focus on your relationships at the moment? Do you want to focus on your health? Yeah. On your money. Bear in mind, you can't do all of this at once. You know, mm, it's impossible. Of course, not it's impossible. But you will feel you will feel fulfilled yeah. if you concentrate on one thing and you actually get it done. Yeah. So yeah, for example, yeah. there was on my um, four month leisurely kind of break. I used to write things on my t- goal list, like, cut on my pineapple today. Yeah, that's... When I ticked <laughs> off that... When I cut that pineapple, I thought, "Woo, life is good. I'm I've, dead. I've completed all of yeah. my goals. And that's how I actually like to live my life. Yeah. I love it. I think it. you should. Small yeah. goals. Small goals. You've said this before,
0: small goals, man. Small steps. It's so
1: necessary. But yeah, she d- she runs a really good um, lecture on that. I would actually really...
0: Recommend. Yeah, recommend yeah, yeah. that, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, but life is for living, girl. Life
0: is for living. I hope to God that you find what you enjoy, and just open up your mind. Like you're not another thing to remember is that you're not going to be able to actually do all of this exploring that you want to do if you've got guilt and and you've mm-hmm. you've you've attached shame to this mm-hmm. this decision that you've made. Embrace it. Accept that you've done it, and now go for it so that you can make the most of the fact that you have. Um, there's nothing shameful in dropping out. you so many people so many so people many do people. it I wish people spoke about it more but so many yeah. people do it and the thing is what I find interesting actually is most people who I know who have done it they've excelled now yeah, yeah, because yeah. they you feel free they've gone for the thing that made sense for them to do and this is something that a lot of us don't do you don't align yourself with the thing that makes sense for you mm. and you and that was another motivation I keep, I keep talking about this but that was one of my main motivations when I was leaving my job i said to myself right i'm not happy here i don't enjoy this and but my plan at that time i convinced myself that keep climbing the ladder follow (laughs) it's worth once the money is in you know the six figures Mm. then who cares that you don't enjoy it because now you've got six figures in your bank account and that was the logic that i used to apply then one day i was like i think i should want a promotion because i want more money yeah (laughs) but then i was like but i hate this and also I'm probably not doing the best. I'm not the best person for the promotion because yeah. I hate you it. You don't want to do it. I've not been putting energy into it. Yeah. I've been doing it badly <laughs> yeah. because I hate it. And now my logic of climbing this ladder isn't even possible. Mm. I was like, this is crazy because my potential here is capped. And the only reason I'm here is for my potential to not be capped. Yeah. Same thing with the uni thing. Like, you hate uni, it's fucking your mental health. If you're doing a career um a uh, course that you don't like your potential is capped, it's capped. you're not going to be good at it really it's not agree. possible yeah. <laughs> so you must leave and when you move into that place where your potential isn't capped because you don't hate it then you can yeah. skyrocket you can excel yeah.
1: i think it's difficult even for us in like this country because balance is important mm-hmm. so for for example like you know more money more freedom but then you're kind of trapped in a different way because you have more yeah. responsibilities yeah. a job. we need money yeah. unfortunately if we didn't mon- need money I would not be working yeah, at all yeah. I don't want to work I don't enjoy the structure of working mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I might enjoy, actually enjoy the role mm. but the money is just it will affect you Yeah. so I think yeah finding that balance and kind of really exploring what you actually find important and that, I think that's even a call out to a lot of people who feel the pressure to buy the house at the moment Yeah, I, internal- I internalize a lot of shame about not owning a house sometimes yeah, yeah, and then when I actually draw back and think about it I'm like do I
0: want it? Do you want it? <laughs> I know multiple people buying houses at the moment that are like, just just got to get it done, just man. Just get it done. There's no joy attached yeah. to it. It's sad. And yeah. you're trapped. Yeah. Like,
1: And it's not just financially. You have to work your ass off, sacrifice so much mm-hmm. things for this house mm-hmm. for the sake of what, dangling keys in mm-hmm. a picture on Instagram? Yeah. Not just that, but like it might be, you know, to impression mom and obviously stability it's good to own it's good to own a house it is good to own a house, yeah, it's, it's own a house. i don't never want to take away from yeah, that but yeah. at what cost
0: yeah yeah and it's not it's, it's at what cost and it's similar to the thing of like doing what works for you there mm. are there are other ways to generate generational wealth because yeah. i think that's a big part of what it is a lot of people want a house to be able to pass on to their kids yeah. it's, it's a very good asset to have absolutely but i want to buy a house abroad like mm. that's something that is number one on my priority list list when it comes to buying property Mm -hmm. and that's the way that it works for me for you so everyone there isn't one way to do things and this has been the thing that I think we preach all the time on this pod There, we're all supposed to be different and we're all supposed to go about things in different ways ways. and if it doesn't mean if if it means not going to uni not buying a house not working in a corporate um, career or whatever else it's supposed to be that way because we're not all supposed <laughs> to do the same thing we're really really how strange not. is it that we think that we're supposed to all do the same
1: thing but it feels that way because there's definitely times with me and like I'm like wow I think in my younger years I prized has a lot of time to like Understanding myself I feel yeah. like I had a lot of Like issues with like My, my dad and my mom, And not not trying to say That those things are solved now Yeah But I put a lot of time And energy into that And mm. in my career stuff I actually didn't really care But I kind of just Took a step back mm. And now now I'm like Well I think I'm playing Catch up a little bit yeah. Which I'm, I'm not Because this is just my journey Yeah And yeah. I'm excelling I, sell, I excel in different areas From different people mm-hmm. But when you live in London It does feel like There's a lot Or the UK Or well There's just a lot of pressure To get those tick box, box Exercises yeah, done. done And yeah. if you don't then it's like you're a
0: failure, supposedly. Yeah,
1: you're a failure. Every time I see my mom, she's like, "Yeah, I just want you to buy your own house."
0: And do you know what's Man, like, All right, and need the And now you. what? Yeah, where do we go from here? <laughs> and do you know what's funny is like, the people that do things differently. As much as we judge them, the people, you're, a lot of people are envious of them. I remember mm. when I quit my job, a lot of people were a bit like, "Raw." Mm. And When I was in Colombia, boy, thank you. I can't explain how many people messaged me saying, I really want to do what you're doing. How do I do it? How did I? I was given advice for free. How do I quit my job? How do I make money and be able to be abroad? How do I? How do I? How do I? And I'm like, oh, but but before I left, (laughs) you guys thought I was a failure and a hippie. It's fear, isn't it? (laughs) Fear. It's It's intimidating And, and it makes people uncomfortable because it doesn't look like what they've told themselves is what life should be yeah and they're like shit that means that if someone else is doing it maybe i could do it but Mm. i'm not i'm not confident enough to do Mm -hmm. it so now i hate it it's bad let's put shame on it
1: and also do you know what i don't don't know if it's just age or nobody really actually gives a fuck about your
0: life at all (laughs) you're nobody to anybody honestly nobody's losing
1: sleep because i don't own my own house honestly no one cares no one cares it could be a passing thought like even just in general i see people let's not lie everybody's put on yeah at the yeah, moment yeah I, I see i could see someone be like oh you put on
0: and then or i don't do care. care yeah
1: <laughs> no, i don't care nobody yeah. cares like my i've had a friend who dropped out of uni before
0: i don't think about it i do why on <laughs> earth would you yeah i don't care people don't care about you nobody cares <laughs> nobody gives a heck of
1: the aunties are not thinking about you they're actually and if they not. are they've got too much time on them. they're hands.
0: thinking about you more because of their own children that's yes. it they don't care yeah. nobody actually cares and people just haven't too much like i said too much, <laughs> too dance. much time dance gossip gossipers and we're not living to impress gossipers mate yeah. we're you absolutely really
1: obviously like with with caution as well because as you said before you don't know how much th- the mum may have sacrificed for you yeah, so yeah. you need to you know have compassion around that and understand that you know it is difficult on parents yeah. sometimes because they do sacrifice a lot and they do genuinely want the best for you yeah um and it can feel like you're dis- like the singing career stuff I feel like my mom probably still thinks about it to this yeah. day. Yeah, like, <laughs> <the, the>, uh, <laughs> she wanted me to be the next like Emily Sunday or something. Like that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, so so much.
0: Probably mom. triggered when <laughs> she watches Emily <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Should have been Rakia.
1: <laughs> Imagine, yeah. Obviously, it's defi- definitely disappointing for her, and I'm, I'm sure when we have children, like we might think, oh you had potential in yeah, this area you yeah. could have been so great at that but yeah. you need to people fail people disappoint and we need to just accept and Yeah,
0: and you just need to remind yourself and eventually remind your mum that she wants the best from you mm. but she needs to understand that her idea of the best for you is not your idea of the best yeah. for you and that's okay
1: mental health really 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 does come first absolutely Absolutely. There and is nothing really... else more important. Yeah, mental health really affects your physical health. Yeah, it affects everything. People die from stress, you know. Of
0: course. I'm a big blessing. My, my mom always says that. If I say to my mom, I'm stressed, she's like, huh? No, 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 no. Don't be stressed here. Stress can't kill, you know. Huh? Forget it. Forget it. We're not stressing here. I'm like, all right, you're stressing me even more. She proper panics. <laughs> she proper panics. She's so cute. Her number one line is: ah, hypertension. Don't don't kill me from don't kill yourself from hypertension, no. People die from on my attention <laughs> but it's, true. it's true. yeah.
1: It's true. She, she didn't lie. Oh, we don't down, stress man. around here. We yeah. don't stress around here. But yeah, live your best life. It's important.
0: I'm excited for you. Please get into the... That's uh, something I was going to say earlier as well. Why don't you drop all this shame yet? and you can actually be excited mm. about this. This is so exciting. Like, you're in a new phase of life of exploring what it is that you want to do. Can we... Get out of the negative side of this and get into the positive. Like, this is step one of many steps that you're gonna make towards your dreams, towards your goals. That is exciting. It's not a bad thing. You will because you're doing what you're supposed to do.
1: I think even KSI spoke about it, like on an interview once, that his parents were very judgmental of him when he was doing YouTube. Mm. And so, until the money started rolling, then they were like, they suddenly closed their mouths. The creatives—that's
0: always the story with creatives. Their parents are like, "What are you doing?" (laughs) And that's like we said in it's the cultural generational thing. They're just like, "This is a game that you're playing." You know, even
1: um, you know the Les twins, Les twins. I think they used to dance. The twins that used to dance with Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. You know, they said that they're one of them twins see identical one of the twins said that the parents have never come to see them dance because wow. they don't see it at the job
0: Beyonce, Beyonce. the Beyonce <laughs> do you know how sad that I is I know it's
1: really sad
0: it's really really sad it, and you know when you open up your mind to just how like how many different ways there are to make money in this life because that's obviously what this is all about your parents want about to money, make money. <laughs> and I think to myself I'm so glad that we are the generation that we are we've we've actually seen the transition of mm. traditional, traditional that and see realising how that doesn't really doesn't work for every, anybody and in fact there's so much like fruitfulness in all of these more creative and different ways of making money mm. and now our kids are going to be in a blessed position yeah. that genuinely if your child says to you "Mom, I want to take pictures of cardboard boxes for a career so, you can be like "Yeah, if there's a market for it <laughs> I Do hear know, I you i got
1: the younger generation that actually have a lot, um, a lot for us to thank for as well so thank thank us for all wow. oh, right. <laughs> so I said it was, wow. Thanks for
0: thanks for. <laughs> <laughs> I said what? Thank <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was
1: speaking, but I wasn't thinking.
0: I, the thing is, you know, when you want to help someone. It's like I know what you mean, but I was thinking. I actually don't know what you mean. So after I have what to ask you, to what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank us for yeah because um, I feel like we've inspired the younger generation like we actually can make it happen yeah we went for stuff we've taken yeah. risks
0: we really have please we all alcoholics. those cherries can
1: you provide funding not for fucking 18 to 24 yeah we're
0: suffering too Everybody. yeah we don't know what we're doing until we're 40 <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are touching 40 and Everyone still working see out that.
1: Yeah, tw- 18 to 24 I like, oh, what whatever.
0: about me <laughs> 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 no there's so much money I always say this man there's so you much do. money in the world like you can get your slice of the pie in any way that works for you. There are people that are just out, just out watches videos of children watching up, opening up presents, and those <laughs> children are millionaires now. Yes. There, there's there's children that play games yes. and record themselves playing the game mm-hmm. and then upload it to YouTube and make money. Oh my gosh, there is money to be made yeah. in so many ways. There really So is. please don't pigeonhole yourself and think that need and whatever else is the only way like passion is what breeds success yeah so follow your passion for sure baby girl we hope to god (laughs) this was a preachy ass episode (laughs) can I get an amen amen (laughs) Amen. (laughs) we hope you guys have enjoyed this week um we hope that you our toxic toxic submitter feels lighter and less alone Mm -hmm. and less like what you've done is crazy because it's one of the least crazy stories that I've actually heard in a long time yeah, people are no. doing some real crazy things this is not one of them yeah um, actually
1: when I read it I thought oh that's really sweet yeah, yeah, yeah. she thought it was toxic I know it's yeah, not toxic it's like, at all yeah, but I've definitely been there when you choose yourself sometimes it feels like this is wrong yeah even as women bad. like we're, we're always taught not to choose ourselves yeah so we must please others everyone else your whole yeah. life is must serve. to please somebody ugh, ugh.
0: Anyway, sorry. Now nah. I watch. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this week. Um, we don't have a dating profile because we we're don't. rubbish. I don't know why we don't. And um, because you guys aren't submitting them, actually. That's why yeah, so I'm going to blame you. this week. Can you please submit? Start talking to us again, por favor. Submit <laughs> your toxic thoughts. Oh, my back. <laughs> Using hashtag, <laughs> wait, am I toxic? <laughs> or, or DM us at, wait, am I toxic? rate us on Spotify that seems Five that seems says. to be the new thing that I'm pushing at the moment so rate us on Spotify please, yeah, please Um us. and we hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week
1: and next week we're going to come
0: back with good vibes good vibes only and you, the week isn't going to eat it's not we it's you yeah <laughs> it's, true, it's me as well the week is not going to eat me up I'm going to eat the week <laughs> <laughs> come on alright guys bye. love you lot see ya bye